welcome to episode 36 of Stocks and Sports, brought to you by Basketball Kid, a book written by Evan Goldstein, available on Kindle and in paperback from Amazon. In this week's edition of Stocks and Sports, we'll invite Jack Goldstein back to the show as he shares his answers to some potential league-winning fantasy football questions. I hope you enjoy! Over the past few weeks, I have shared my opinion on different fantasy players for each position and given tips and suggestions on players. However, it is always good to have more than just one point of view. So I thought that for our final pre-NFL season episode, that we could have a special guest. And our guest today is no stranger to this podcast, has talked about stocks before in the stock draft, has given his perspective on sports, and has even been the player of the week when he got a hole-in-one on a par four at Bandon Dunes. And yet again, he is back! So welcome, Jack Goldstein, back to the show! It's great being back here. I don't know how many times I've been here, but every time I sit in the seat, we all know something magical is going to happen in the studio. Well, it is great to have you back in. Are you ready to get right into business? I'm ready. Perfect. player-specific questions, where I'll ask about a player or a duo of players, and you can share your opinion on the question. So we will start off with questions about wide receivers. And my first question for you is, would you be going with any of the Bucks receivers, probably Mike Evans or Chris Godwin, in the top 10 for their position? I would not, and that is only because Tom Brady likes to spread the ball out so much amongst his receivers, and Mike Evans last year was very touchdown dependent. I do not like receivers who are touchdown dependent because you can't rely on them. Therefore, I would not choose Mike Evans or Chris Godwin to be in my top 10 receivers this season. Fair enough. And my second question is about wideouts is, I know that lately across the dinner table, when I talk about DK Metcalf and my top three for receivers in fantasy, you always immediately say no. So why don't you think that Metcalf will be even a top five receiver in this season? I think that DK Metcalf is a great receiver. I do not believe he's top three. I do not believe he's top five. I do not believe he's top ten. Wow, what? He cannot catch the ball. He is overrated. His dependentness on, one, having a pass-heavy offense and his deep balls and his big plays he makes, which you cannot rely on in fantasy football, is what makes him arguably a top seven receiver. I believe that putting him in top three or top five, complete over-exaggerations. Giving him seven is being generous and most likely is a Seahawks fan talking. I don't like DK Metcalf for fantasy football this year. Wow, for sure, I didn't even know you're a Seahawks fan. And secondly, that is a fair response. And for running back uh, player-specific questions, my first one is, uh, I, I think I kind of already know your answer, but are you okay with taking Saquon Barkley in the top five this year in, in fantasy drafts? I would love to have Saquon Barkley on my team, not in the top five. I believe that there are five fantasy running backs who I'd have, rather have over Saquon Barkley, which is Derrick Henry, 
Christian McCaffrey, and other elite running backs like that. And that thing with Saquon Barkley, though, is that he sometimes can be kind of big in the passing game. Do you think that that could help his fantasy value this year? I think that will definitely help him in his fantasy value, but the fact that he does not have an offensive line, he is coming off of a season-ending injury last year, and doesn't have much of a quarterback to throw him the ball, that is definitely going to hurt your fantasy value. Once again, I still love Saquon Barkley. I still think he is going to be amazing in fantasy football, just not top five. So maybe you'd be taking him in early second round. I'd take him in late first round. Oh, fair enough. And my second one is, would you be taking any Cleveland Browns running back, probably Nick Chubb, or maybe Kareem Hunt, although you probably shouldn't, would you be taking any of those running backs in the top eight this season? Yeah, I love Nick Chubb. I believe, put fantasy aside, Nick Chubb is the second best running back in the NFL. Wow. I love Nick Chubb. I think he is a great power rusher. He's elusive. He can catch the ball. And he does a great job with the Cleveland offense. Also, Cleveland has a great offensive line, Mm -hmm. making it just a little bit easier for Mr. Nick Chubb. Wow, Jack, that's a very interesting response. And for quarterbacks, the last uh, major position, my first question is about a guy who I know that you really do like is Lamar Jackson. Last year's fantasy points from 2019 to 2020 fell from 27 points to 22, which put him at number 10 amongst QBs this year. So would you be taking him in the top five this year for QBs? I would put him number one, and I wow. think he's going to average over 30 fantasy points this season. Wow. His The Ravens' offense has never really included that much of a receiving game. And Lamar Jackson's 2019 crazy season didn't really include much passing. If you remember, it was a lot of running, and he racked up those crazy fantasy points from running the ball. Now, J.K. Dobbins is injured, which is not going to hurt Lamar Jackson's running game. It's going to help it. Because guess who's going to be doing more of the rushes when J.K. Dobbins is out? Yeah, Gus Edwards can take a couple of the runs, but Lamar Jackson is going to be their number one guy, and he has been their number one rusher. And I have two more questions about this. The first one is, so you're okay with Lamar Jackson being the number one running back, or number one quarterback, even though he is very, very running dependent? Yeah, and I love that for a quarterback because you get many more fantasy points running the ball than Mm -hmm. throwing the ball. Yeah, and also my second question Le'Veon Bell just today, as of this recording, got signed. Do you think that will have any negative effect or not really? Not at all. Le'Veon Bell is washed, and he is not going to affect the Ravens' <laughs> offense. Okay, that's fair enough. And my second one, maybe not most fantasy, but I don't know, maybe strategy. Would you be drafting Deshaun Watson this nope. year? This is more of a political question, but I do not feel that Deshaun Watson, if he is going to play this season, he's not going to be good. He hasn't practiced with the team at all. Mm-hmm. And... If he does get that playing time, I wouldn't rely on him as your quarterback if he even does get that playing time. And if he does get playing time, it's going to be well at the end of the year. Maybe you'll save him for the playoffs, but it's really not worth drafting him. I, I, I would agree with you. And now we're going to go into more a different topic. And in, in every year of fantasy, there are always so many questions that many people have. So today on Stocks and Sports, we're actually going to introduce something called Stocks and Sports Rapid Fire, where I will put a minute and a half on the clock. And I will ask you fantasy football questions. And you will try to answer as many as you can in the time that we have. Your reasoning is optional. Are you ready? I am ready to rumble. (laughs) Perfect. Well, the minute and a half start now. So the very first question I have is, who is your favorite rookie quarterback coming into the season? Justin Fields. Number two, 
Who is your number one running back sleeper? Damien Harris. If you have anything worse than a sixth overall pick, would you still be taking a running back in the first round? No, I'd rather Devonta Adams or Travis Kelsey. Wow. And what team wide receiver two would you be drafting first? Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney, wow. Which team would you ideally be drafting to have a lot of offensive players from? Tennessee Titans. Whew, wow. Who is a receiver that you would be trying to avoid in drafts? Mike uh, Evans. And what is your strategy with defenses in fantasy? Or do you have one? Week by week, choose who's playing the worst offense. And number seven, is there a 2020 playoff team that you would be avoiding drafting players from? Rams. Even with the great defense? Yep. Number eight, who is your favorite backup QB this season? And would you be drafting him in maybe 10 or 12 person leagues? I would not just because they're backup quarterbacks, but the backup quarterback would be Taysom Hill or Marcus Mariota. Go Ducks. Of flex players, who do you think that could finish this season in the top 10 of players who in most leagues won't be drafted in the first three rounds? Damian Harris, Sony Michelle, or Corey Davis. So you're big in running backs and low wide receiver. Number 10, who is a running back that, final question, who is a running back that you would be trying to avoid drafting this year who's highly ranked? David Montgomery. Wow, that was those were some great answers. I know we had a lot more like wide receiver sleepers, quarterbacks, but you can't get to all the questions and not all of them are going to be right. And before we go, who are your top three players in, in a fantasy PPR league if you somehow, magically, had the first three picks in the fantasy draft? I like Christian McCaffrey. So CMC one? I like Christian McCaffrey first. I like Devontae Adams second. I think he's going to have another crazy year, just putting up crazy fantasy points with Aaron Rodgers. And I like, this is between Stefan Diggs and Calvin Ridley. I think Calvin Ridley's argument depends on how well Russell Gage does and how much airtime Russell Gage gets. Because mm -hmm. if Calvin Ridley is the only receiver on Atlanta, a very pass-heavy offense, Calvin Ridley's going to have a Devontae Adams season. Wow, it's very interesting that the top three of two wideouts. And I know that you're a huge Derrick Henry fan. Love that guy. Where do you see him in a PPR or even non-PPR leagues? I see him, Derrick Henry, number four. Even though he doesn't catch the ball, he gets so many touches. So many red zone touches mm -hmm. and one catch a game. He is going to have another 2,000 yard season. Wow. He's going to have over 20 fantasy points on average every week. And he's going to score a single touchdown on average every single week. Some weeks, guarantee you, he's going to score three touchdowns in a week. Wow. Bold predictions. In a non-PPR league, do you have a number one? Because Non-PPR, it's not even an argument. He is the number one running back in the NFL. He is the number one rusher in the NFL. And he, in a non-PPR league, should be going number one in every single fantasy draft. I would not disagree with you. Jack, thank you so much for your fantasy predictions. And we may even have your back for the stock draft if you can pull up a win. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me on. for listening and if you enjoyed this podcast subscribe so you get a notification when a new episode comes out you can also follow our instagram page at official stocks and sports or even our tiktok page at stocks and sports where you can get episode previews extra stock picks as well as sports predictions and so much more and also don't forget to buy my book basketball kid 
on sale on Kindle for only $2.99 and for $8.99 in paperback from Amazon. All opinions expressed by Evan Goldstein are his and you should not treat any opinion expressed by him as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. Past performance is not indicative of future results. He doesn't guarantee any specific outcome.